we were in the middle over here, we were discussing, coming off of the last Mishnah, we were discussing this Mechat Chanasadluin, and basically, um, it's the final time that we have the Machlekes between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon, and uh, all the Amaraim now, we're basically saying that the Amaraim are uh, taking, taking, taking sides, so to speak. So we said, Ula, Rav, and Levi will all say the Lachos like Rabbi Yehuda, and Shmuel, Ze'ibu, Rav, Yechanan, all say that the halacha is like Rav Shimon, okay, when it comes to Mukta. So, we're on the last line. Umiyama Rav Yechanan Hachi. Can we say that Rav Yechanan Paskin, that halacha is like Rav Shimon, Vahama Rav Yechanan, halacha kestam Mishnah. So, Rav Yechanan says the halacha is always going to be like the Stam Mishnah, Vitnan, and we have a Stam Mishnah that says, Ein Mivakoin, Eitzim Menakoiros, that one, if, if you have a, uh, a block, of, uh, you know, a pile of wood, just like, a, you know, stacked up, a stack of piles of wood. So, you can't, uh, so they're set aside for building, and uh, you can't go ahead and take one of those, uh, you know, have a pile of two-by-fours, you can't take one of those two-by-fours and use it on Yantif for, uh, for your fire, right? So, fire is motor, it's You can't take one of those uh, two-by-fours that uh, were going to be used to, in, in construction, and use it, it's mukta. Or if you had a beam and part of the wood you know, broke, the, the beam broke, so you can't use the splinters on yantif. So that sounds like mukta, noilad, right? But these are, these are mukta concepts. And that's a stam mishnah that says mukta is going to be aser. And that is not like Rav Shimon. So we now have a steer. Rav Yechanan says Allah is always like a stam. But yeah, we have a stam mishnah like Rav, Sh- like Rav Yehuda. Okay, because it says that Ain, right? Muktza, sorry. It says Muktza is going to be Aser, like Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yechanan, that's a Stam Mishnah. Rabbi Yechanan holds Stam Mishnah. We, we always pass on like a Stam Mishnah. And yet we try to say that Rabbi Yechanan holds Allah like Rabbi Shimon. So that's a stira. So the Gemara answers, Hahu Yehuda. No, it's not really a Stam Mishnah. The Rabbi Yechanan will learn that Mishnah of Ain of Akoyin Eitzim Menakaira, it's Menakaira like Rabbi Yehuda, and not like. Not, uh, it, it's not, it's not a Stam Mishnah. Fine. Tashima, we have another, we're going to ask again on Rabbi Yechanan. So we have, here we're going to bring another Stam Mishnah. So one may use, if you have Arimas HaTeven, right? So a block, a stack of straw. So you can use that to burn on, uh, you know, to, 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 um, you have to, to burn you can use that on Yantif. You can't use the wood that's in the backyard. So again, here it sounds like you cannot use the Eitzim Shiva Mukta. That sounds like Rabbi Yehuda, that it's going to be Mukta. And um, we said that Rabbi Yehuda holds Allah like a Stam Mishnah. So the Gemara answers, Hasam Ashuchi, the Mukta Kis. So these are special type of wood. Okay, so he says it's like a male and female connecting wood. The point was that it was exclusively set aside for binyan, and they were very expensive, right? So we'll call them header beams, right? So something that, like, you're never going to use these for firewood. Um, you would never use them for any other purpose. They're specifically designed, right? Um, specifically designed, if you had a huge, let's say in our, in our days, a huge steel header beam, okay? So that's Muktamachos, sorry, kiss, unless you're uh, David Brown and you decide you want to stick one as a, 
as a, what's it called, the sculpture in your backyard, right? For everybody else, those are, uh, right, those, those are, it's, it's very expensive, and you're only going to use it for a very specific purpose, and that falls into the category of Mokta Machmas Chisar and Kis. And when it comes to Mokta Machmas Chisar and Kis, I feel that Rosh Shimon is going to agree that it's going to be Usr. Toshima, we'll try again here with another Stam Mishnah. One may not water and then shecht the animals that are midburious, the wild animals. Now, what they used to do was, we've had this before, they would water the animals um, in order to make the skin easier to uh, flay, to do hafshata. So they would shecht. So we're saying here, let's say you had a carbon on Yantif. You're allowed to shecht the carbon to eat the meat on Yantif. But in order to, um, in order to eat it, you'd have to take, remove the skin. So to make, to make the removing of the skin easier, they would water the animal, okay? So it would, it would, it would just, the skin would come off easier. So we said, you cannot do this. So it says, a mashkin barrios, the wild animals, avo mashkin right? If they're domesticated animals, you are able to do that. So what would be the problem? It would only be a problem of muktzah. So LMI, we see, that's a stam mishnah, saying muktzah is an issue, because they're midbarios, they're not, they're set aside. Okay, and uh, we said that's, and this is a Stam Mishnah that's saying Muktza is going to be a problem. And we said Rav Yechanan always holds like a Stam Mishnah, and yet Rav Yechanan holds like a Shimon, so that's a steer. So the Gemara answers Rav Yechanan Stamach, Rina Ashkach. That there's another Stam, you're right, we have a Stamach of Yehuda, but we also have Stamachs that go both ways. We had this just a little while ago last week. That if a person wants to clear a table, he can remove the atzamais and klipin. He can just take off, right, the, the uh, used shells and the bones. That he's not allowed to take off the adayim. He's not, it's, it's mukta, he's not allowed to take off the bones and the shells, but rather he wraps up the tablecloth and, and, and he wraps up the tablecloth and shakes it out so to get rid of that stuff. Remember, Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman actually switched around the Mishnah. Remember, Rav Nachman, and he says that Beis Hillel actually holds that you can remove the shells and the bones. And we have to say that Beis Hillel, when it comes to Machogus Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel, Beis Hillel is like a stam, right? Because we always pass on like Beis Hillel. So we see a clear Mishnah not bringing any other Tana quoting Shitas Beis Hillel. Beis Hillel is going to hold, um, we, and, we're, and we're saying that Beis Hillel holds that Muksa is not a problem. Okay, they don't hold the Muksa because you're allowed to remove the bones. And um, so that is considered like another Stam that says that Muksa is not going to be a problem like Rav Shimon. Okay, so we see clearly we have a Stam Mishnah, the Hainu Beis Hillel, holding like Rav Shimon, so that's why Rav Yechanan can say, even though he holds the halachas like a Stam Mishnah, that's why Rav Yechanan can say that the halachas like Rav Shimon. Okay, so now we're going to have a machlekes here. When do we say, so we, have, we know we have a, we have a shitas Rav Shimon and shitas Rav Yehuda. When do we paskin like Rav Shimon? We paskin like Rav Shimon, but the question is when, in all cases? Or is, are we limited? So Pligiba Rav Ravina, there's a machlekes, they have an argument. Charamar, one mandamar says, Bechola Shabbos Kula, Halacha Kerb Shimon. Okay, so one of these mandamarim say that, that all, the halacha is always going to be like Rav Shimon, Labar mi Machmas Mias, except for the case of Muktzamach Mas Mias, Umay Nihu Ner Yashan. Okay, so we had a case 
where we said if somebody has a, a, a previously used lamp, right, and it's made out of uh, pottery, right, so they get, they get pretty disgusting after they're used. And um, we had a machlekes between Rav Shimon and Rav Yehuda, whether you are allowed to, whether it's muktzah, whether you're allowed to be metal to on Shabbos or not. And Rav Shimon said you're allowed to, because he doesn't hold the muktzah machmas mias, and he doesn't hold the muktzah, so he doesn't hold the muktzah machmas mias. And Rav Yehuda said that you're not allowed to, so we're saying that even though we always pass on Rav Shimon, except for that case, in the case of muktzah machmas mias, we're not going to pass on Rav Shimon. And then you have to say for sure iser. Kal v'chaymer, if it's muktzah machmas iser, then we're also not going to pass on like Rav Shimon. For instance, let's say, going back to the case of the candle, carrying the candle that's lit on Shabbos, right? So there's an iser, there's a concern that Shem Yechaba, you might come to... So that flame, right, even though the lamp Rav Shimon holds is, is not a problem, but since, since it has a live flame, it's going to be us to carry that lamp with a light, live flame, okay? So we're saying that's a case of Mokta Machmas Iser. Allah is going to be like Rav Shimon, except for Mokta Machmas Iser. Um... Um, uh, so what is that? nami, and then so that's the first man number. And the second man number holds that no, It's still going to be like Rav Shimon. The only exception. So we have Is the exception we paskin like Rav Shimon? Is it an exception only for Machmas Iser, or is it Machmas Iser and Machmas Mias that we won't paskin like Rav Shimon? Now, okay, so. That is all where we're saying the halacha is like Rav Shimon, and Rav Shimon himself holds, doesn't hold the muksa in these cases, and we're saying we pass on Rav Shimon with these, two, with these possible two exceptions for muksa machmas iser or muksa machmas mius. Aval, muksa machmas chisar and kiss, when it comes to a muksa that's machmas chisar and kiss, afilu Rav Shimon maida, Rav Shimon will hold that that muksa, even Rav Shimon will hold that that's aser. Where do we see that? Ditanan. Kol hakelim nitalin b'shabbos. All kelim can be taken on can be uh, can be taken on Shabbos. Can be metalta on Shabbos. Chutz mi master agadol, except for a large saw, the yaseid shalmachresha, and that is a part of the plow. Okay, um, it's like the, the cutting disc, almost like a circular saw type of thing of a plow. Okay, but either way, we see that those things, even Rav Shimon is going to agree, are going to be aser because. Okay, that is um, that is going to be um, <clears throat> and like we've had before, these are clay oman, right? That these are things that are very specific. No one is going to ever allow you to use them for an alternate purpose. Okay? Zakta Mishnah. One, a person is allowed to, a, 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 a husband can be made for his wife's nether on Shabbos. So we know we have a concept of, right, it's in the Torah, we have a concept that a, if a woman makes a nether, the husband can annul the nether, okay? He can go ahead and say, sorry, I don't agree with that. Don't like the fact that you're making that usher on yourself, okay? Um, now the Pasuk says, the day that she makes the nether, the husband has that day to annul the nether, okay? But and we'll have to, we'll see in the Gemara, what does a day mean? Does it mean 24 hours or does it mean that actual day? Now, And the alternate is that, right, a person, let's say a man makes a nether, what could he do? He can go 
to a chacham, and the chacham can annul it for him. So a husband, that's called hafara, the husband can annul it. Or you can be nishal, you go to the, the chachamim, and they can find a way out of the nether. But there the Mishnah says, Shein Shabbos, that you can only be nishal if it's a tzarech for Shabbos, if it's something you need to do on Shabbos. So if a person um, made a nether, they're never going to eat cholent again, and uh, that's the only food they have, right? So they can go to a chacham on Shabbos and say, okay. Yeah. All right. And you can stop up a window. You can put a shutter back on a window. Okay, like we've had before. And what the, what the Mishnah is coming to say is, if you remember, we had a machlekes Rebbe Liezer and the Chachamim. Whether, whether you can, if you have a shutter, can you just shutter the window? Or is it only Rebbe Liezer holds only if it's attached and hung? Right, it has to be both. So here we're saying that, no, you can. And we're passing like the Rambonon. You can measure a shmata, a rag, to see if it has three by three etz boys, to see if it's makabal tamar or not. You want to know if it became tame or not. You can measure a mikvah. There was a story, the time of Rabbi Tzadok, we may abishol, bin botnis. They stopped up a window with a flask. They measured a barrel, begemi, with a reed, lay dam yesh begigas paseach tefach imlav to know if it had if this barrel had a uh, opening of a tefach. We'll have to see the story. The Gemara is going to explain the story. So we see that you can stop up a window and you can measure and um, okay, you can measure and you can tie a kesher she'enoshachayava. Okay, so we'll have to see at the end of the Mishnah what this story is talking about because it sounds pretty random. So let's go back to the Hafara case. So if you notice, the Mishnah said, blanket, it seems to be blanket. And then it said, So it seems like the Mishnah only said explicitly that for She'ela, to go to a Chacham to be Mavatal, your neder, that is only if it's Tzarech Shabbos. But Hafara, it didn't give that, it didn't give that uh, exclusion. It didn't, it didn't give that Specific saying that it has to be for Lutzarach Shabbos. So, Ibailu, so the Gemara is now going to ask Havara ben Lutzarach ben Shabbos Do we say that you can do Havara? In other words, is the Mishnah Dafka? When the Mishnah said, Mefir Nadarim Shabbos, it means all Nadarim. Because, Venishal Nadarim Shain Lutzarach Shabbos, the only time you have, you, the only time you have, it, it has to be something that's a Tzarach Shabbos is if you're going to be Shail. So hafara bein l'tzerich bein shalot l'tzerich, but she'elo l'tzerich in shalot l'tzerich loy, and it's only she'elo that requires that the topic that you're going to try to get your neder annulled for by going to a chacham is only if it's something you know for, that you need for Shabbos. Okay, in, um, so v'she'elo l'tzerich in shalot l'tzerich loy umishim hachi kaf leginu me'adadi, and okay, and that's why. That's why the Mishnah separated them, right? If the Mishnah held that for both Hafara and She'ela, right, whether it's a, fa- uh, it's a husband doing it for his wife or you're going to a Chacham to ask, if the Mishnah truly held that in both cases you could only do Hafara or She'ela for something that's a Tzarek Shabbos, it should have said, Mefirin, Vinishal, and Lenadarim, Shem Tzarek HaShabbos. Why did we say Mefirin, Nadarim, B'Shabbos, Vinishal, Nadarim, Shem Tzarek HaShabbos, Oidilma, or the other side is hafara nami litzarich inshalot zarich loy. That really hafara, you can only 
you can only, the, the, the husband can only annul a nether that is Lutzarech Shabbos. Vahadukhtani pligi, I'm sorry, vahadukhtani, and that's what, and the reason why the Mishnah split it, mehadadim, yishim dehafarat, and the reason we split it is because they have different pratim, they have different dinim in, that one needs bezin and one the, the husband could do on his own. So that's why we split them to two separate things. But really the halacha is the same, that you can only do hafara for a tzarech, just like you can only do she'ela for a tzarech. So the Gemara, the Gemara answers the shayla by saying tashlama, the tani zuchi. Zuti debei Rav Papa mefirin adar b'Shabbos litzarech hashabbos litzarech hashabbos inch litzarech hashabbos loy. So we see that it's like the second sad, and the only time you can do hafara, you can annul a neder on Shabbos, is if it's only something that the, the husband can only do hafara for something if it's a tzarech Shabbos. Okay, so now we're going to have a lishna achrina. We're going to have a second lashon. Now the point, the, the, the halachic ruling is going to be the same. We're going to ask the same Shiloh. Can you do, when you, do it, when you have hafara, is it only something, can you only do hafara for something that's Sarah the Shabbos or not? But we're going to say that it's totally on another din. And that is what I alluded to before, that we said that the husband has, the, until the day that his wife made the nether, right? the day he made the nether, the husband can annul it. Question is, is it that day, right? So if, if the, it, or is it 24 hours? So if the wife makes a nether, Shabbos morning, 9 a.m. So do we say, do we say that the father can, the, the, sorry, that the husband can annul the nether until Sunday morning, 9 a.m. or only until Shkia on Shabbos? So what we're going to say is like this, that these two Shilohs are intertwined, okay? Because, if you could only ask about something that's a Tzarech Shabbos, so then you have to say that this man hafara is 24 hours. Why? Because then the father, the terrorist says that, uh, I'm sorry, I keep on saying the father, the husband. The terrorist says that the husband has the right to, to annul. Right? Now, if you handcuff, if you handcuff the husband and say that you could only annul on Shabbos, Tzarech Shabbos, that means if something that wasn't with Tzarech Shabbos, and you hold that the only time you have that this man hafara is only until shkia. If she makes a nether Shabbos morning about something, I'm never, you know, it's about something on Sunday, or something that is no, there's no shachas to Shabbos, then then the, the turn out that the father will have no ability to be, the husband will have no ability to be made for the nether if if the man hafara only goes till night. So elamai, you have they're they're totally zebazet. If, if you could only be Mayfair Shabbos stuff on Shabbos, then you have to say that this manafara is Mayes Laces 24 hours. And if you say that you could be Mayfair anything, then you could say that this manafara only goes till nightfall. So now that's the way we're going to, that's the second Lashon over here. Lishnachrina, Ibayalahu. Litsayrech atarvayu katani. That you can only be mefer or nishal if it's a tzarech Shabbos. Is going on both for mefer for afara and sheila. Vishaloi letzarech loy. But if it's not letzarech, you can't. So alma hafaras nedar meis leis. So hafaras nedar must be meis leis because if you can only be mefer Shabbos stuff on Shabbos, and we know that the Baal has hafara rights, so it must be 
then the Zman Afara is Meisleis is a full 24 hours. Oidilma, Kikotani Litzairech, maybe the whole Litzairech is Asha Elohu to Katani. Avala Afara, Sindar Mafilo Shaloi Litzairech. But when it comes to Afara, you can even be made for not Shaloi Litzairech Shabbos. Alma, Afara, Sindarim, Kol Hayyad. So we see that what is the, the Zman Afara is only the day, only until nightfall, because you could be made for anything. Tashima. Ditani Rav Zuti, Debe Rav Papi, Mefir Nadarim B'Shabbos, Litzarech HaShabbos, Litzarech HaShabbos, Inshallah, Shabbos, Shabbos, Loi, Alma, what do we see? Hafar Sadarim Me'es La'es. Okay, so we see clearly that Hafar Sadarim is only Me'es La'es because you can only do Hafara for things that are relevant to Shabbos. Amar Rav Hashi, Vohanan Tanan, Hafar Sadarim Kol Hayoim, that Hafar Sadarim is the entire day, V'yesh B'davar, Right, that's the day, not twenty-four hours, just the day that she made the nether. So it turns out that it could be lahakal or lahachmer. What does that mean? Ketsa nadra lele shabbos made for lele shabbos biyom shabbos ancha techshach. So if she goes in and she makes a right, so let's say a, a Friday night, immediately on the on, the onset of shabbos, she makes an, a nether. The the father has husband has all the way mental block. Husband has all the way till Shkia the next day. Okay, Nadra im Chashecha. Okay, let's say uh, let's say Shkia is at uh, six o'clock. The woman, the 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 wife makes a nether at five fifty nine on Shabbos afternoon. The husband only has mefer at shaloi He only has a minute to be mefer. So that's how it could be. What we're saying means that it could be a very long time or very short time. Specifically, we're saying specifically, it is not me'es le'es, that it is dependent on the day. So how are you going to answer that? You went ahead and said that hafara, that, that the hafara is only l'tzairech and not shalei l'tzairech. So we see it's me'es le'es. We see here clearly a Bryce is saying that zman hafara is not me'es le'es. So the Gemara answers, tanoihi. Yeah, it's a machlag, it's tanoihim. Ditanya hafara tzindarim kol ayam, rebesi rebi yehuda, rebbe lazar, rebbe shim, and oim le'es. So it's clear it's machlag, it's tanoihim. Okay, and yes, we answered the Shiloh in regards to our Mishnah in a way that would allow me'es la'es, but we're in no way, right, we would allow me'es la'es by saying that, um, by saying that uh, she can, that the, the husband can only be made for stuff, let's say, Shabbos, but it by no way means to tell us that the halacha is me'es la'es, it means that it just can be me'es la'es. okay, so we said that you can ask, right? You can go to a chacham to try to annul your nether. So na'ibayalahu. We want to just know, as a general shadow when it comes to the dharm, kishaloi hayalai pnai, oidem afil hayalai pnai. We said that you could be nishal for your nether on Shabbos. Can. Doesn't mean because you had no time on Friday, but let's say it was something you could have done on Friday. You're sitting all Friday afternoon, you were just lazy about it, or you said, you know what? You know what? Like today, I could do work. Tomorrow, I can't do work, so I'll deal with that on Shabbos because I could do it on Shabbos. It's Tashima de as the Kiku le Rabbanon the Rav Zutra. Okay, they sat, the Rabbanon sat down for Rav Zutra Zera Vishar le Nidre, and they allowed. Right, they were made for his nether. They allowed it. Even though, so we have a story clearly that even though he had time on Friday and he could have gone to a Chacham on Friday and he didn't, still we're saying that you're allowed to do it on Shabbos. Fine. And we see, okay, so we said 
Okay? And we have the story. Right? So we said that we had a story where they stopped something up, they measured something, and they tied something. So what's the story? Amrav Yehuda, Amrav Hilkiti. I'm sorry. Amrav Yehuda, Amrav Hilkiti Katana, Hoysa Ben Shnei Batim. They had a very narrow alleyway between two houses. There was a, um, a, a, a dead person, but actually he wasn't dead yet. And they had a cracked barrel that was on top of the houses. Okay, so imagine like you have like a New York house, right? They're built like really close together, okay? And very narrow space. And there was a guy lying there. He just got shot. Right? Because now crime's on the rise in New York because de Blasio's not governing. And the guy's sitting in the alleyway. He just got shot. And uh, he's about to die. He's bleeding out. And they have a barrel, right? A barrel on the top. Uh, in between the houses, there was a barrel in between. So it basically was an enclosed structure. You had the two houses up on the side and a barrel on top. This barrel had a crack in it, though. Okay? Also, another piece of colorful news on the story, that there was a window, window in one of the houses from this alleyway. So what's the problem here? The problem is like this. If the mace, the guy dies, the guy who's bleeding out, he's gonna die in a minute. So he dies. Now he's gonna make, that's an oil, right? Because the barrel. Now if the barrel, the barrel had a crack in it. So if the barrel has a tefach crack, then the tumma can go out through the barrel. But, uh, right, through the crack in the barrel. But if the barrel does not have a tefach crack, then the only way for that tumah to exit is by going into the window of the house and it will then make the house tummy. So what they did was they took a, 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 a flask and they stopped up the window right? so the tumah would stay in, right? It would stay in, it would no way out, only through the gigas. And then they went to measure the gigas to see whether in fact the tumah did or did not escape. Okay, so that's what's going on over here. Vupakaku ar. They stopped up the window with tafiach with a, a tafiach is a picture of um, uh, cheres, right? They kasharu es hamekida. So they, um, they, they, they tied a mekida, begemi with a mekida was um, a, like a jar or something that was a reichav tefach. So they wanted to basically stick it in that hole and see if it would fit there. So if it fits, right, they take something that's a tefach wide, they tie it there, and then they see if it, it fits in between, then we know we have a hole with tefach, and if we don't, then we don't. Okay? And therefore, what? So what happened? Um, so what we're saying is we see from this story that you can do all three things. Now, it was specifically they tied with a gemi, because gemi is chazi l'maychel behema, so it's not going to be mukta. So we see that we were pike again, Right, we were maided al yidei tying. We were maided with a gemi, so we saw we were able to tie. We stopped up and we were able to measure to see if it had a tefach. So we see that these things are mutter on Shabbos. Okay, when the very lamanu the Mishnah and I'll leave this last little um, sugya over here. Okay, this last little sugya for whenever everybody makes a simon, uh, a siyum. Okay. What's the story with the sea